Hey girl, hey. 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 I do. Yes, I do. Okay. So, initially start off as a slumber party uh, after a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> and then like, comes like, a slumber party. <laughs> hey girl, hey. <laughs> I'm LaShawn Tipton, better known as the Chatter Chick. Hey, girl, hey. I am the Millennial Chick, Jerry Tipton. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, what's up? Hey, girl, hey. It is the Hey, Girl, Hey podcast. Uh, we are live on Facebook because we have a very, very eye-opening show today normally we cut up we're gonna cut up a little bit but then we're gonna get serious we're gonna get serious we got we we're gonna be serious today we got a lot of stuff a lot of stuff to talk about uh we're going to introduce our guest because you're probably looking like who's that so we're gonna look at it we're gonna introduce our guest in a sec first things first um i am well i want to say first things first but i'm the radio chick kiki brown and I'm your millennial chick, Jeer Jeer. Jeer And you have to say her name like that. Jeer Jeer. <laughs> if you see her on the streets, you have to say her name like that. We have two dynamic, powerful women joining us today. Our chatter chick will be checking in just a little bit. Um, we have two ladies who have, oh my God, just phenomenal and eye-opening in, uh, information Today, we have Valerie Stallworth, who is with the Allegheny County Health Department. When you hear Allegheny County Health Department, <laughs> mm, ain't nothing good. <laughs> ain't nothing good. I hope you ain't sitting on the couch with your boo. I'm just <laughs> Hey, Valerie, thank you so much for, for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, you know, like I said, again, I'm happy to be on this platform today um, to really to like sneak, uh, like Kiki said, to really talk about a really important issue in our community. So I think a lot of people like, you know, because of COVID, a lot of people have not been thinking about HIV and STDs. You know, we've all been we've all been socially distanced in our yeah. homes, which we're yeah. supposed to be. Right. right. But I mean, you know, in the, in the midst of COVID, people forgot about HIV and STDs. So mm-hmm. recently the state health department sent out a, um, wait, a health alert. Wait, 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 wait. I know you got information. We got to introduce Miss. We got to. Oh, I'm sorry. Introduce Miss. We'll Ms. be all like this. No, she was rolling. I was like, "Hey, hey, girl, I'm hey." Sorry, Ms. Walker, I'm sorry. She was like, "I'm gonna give you the tea off, off the, off the top." I was like, "Hey, okay, all right." We got Miss Ruthie. Miss Ruthie is here. I call her Miss Ruthie. She never told me to call I her Miss Ruthie, but I do. I, I, she's. She's a great person. Just call her Miss Ruthie. I see her in Giant Eagle. She'd be like, hey, Kim. I'm like, hey, Miss Ruthie. Miss <laughs> Ruthie Walker, you know her. She is a proud AKA. She is a <laughs> proud AKA. Honey, I know her. I know her pinky green is on this Facebook Live, checking her out right now. <laughs> but Miss Miss Ruthie is here uh, to talk about a very uh, serious issue that is happening in our community and one that hit personal uh, hit close to home. So uh, thank you so much, Ms. Ruthie, for being here. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. So before we get on our straight faces, we're going to try and get some laughs in because mm-hmm. our celebrity friends have been acting up. They've been, They've been cutting up, cutting up. Now, 
Valerie and Miss Ruthie, I don't know how much you catch up on, on hot topics, but we're going to have to just tell you about this real quick. Okay. If you haven't heard about the baby and Danny Lee. Oh, yeah. You heard about him? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, Jer, Jer, she, she got, the, she put me on the tee. They were, I guess they were fighting. They had a fight, like, live on social media. What, what, what happened, Jer, Jer? Yeah. Basically, uh, the baby uh, was on his face on his Instagram live and uh, with Danny Lee there. Now, she just had his baby about three months ago, three month old baby girl. And they were arguing. Apparently, he wanted her to get out of their house. Well, his house uh, kicked her out. She refused to leave, called the cops. And she was still there the next day when he went back on live. They were arguing again. And he basically said, um, you were really nothing to me. He was she was a sad bee and he was she was obsessed with his first child's mother it was just very 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 Messy. sad Messy and, and um, toxic and very mm-hmm. embarrassed like mm-hmm. I mean how you gonna embarrass the mother of your child on live for people to see uh so he lost some cool points with that um mm-hmm. some people were still on his side when I was reading through comments and some people were on her side uh so it, it was very very toxic for them the last few days and she had pulled out them receipts child when he she was like mm-hmm. oh I'm a side B well here's all these pictures and you flew That's me so out so embarrassing it's so stupid <laughs> It's so embarrassing. It's so stupid. First off, why don't you have your own? Why is somebody kicking you out of your out of his house? Why don't you have your That's, own? You're not you're not married, yeah. you know, because you had yeah. his baby, you know, and yeah. you know that he's been known to be violent and toxic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'm not saying that she brought it on herself, but have your own, sis. Like, should nobody, that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's yeah, what Lon yeah. and on the real, she's like. Mm-hmm. This is why you the exact same words, Kiki. This is why you need to have your own. And I have get it. You love with him. You want to live with them and have the family life. But it is important to have your own stuff. So you ain't got to depend on mm-hmm. no man. You on know no what? Man. I told Jerry this off cat off camera. I mean, off mic. And Valerie and Ruthie, I don't know if you agree, but I see a new season of marriage boot camp. <laughs> they're gonna be on there sure. all right evans and yeah. stevie b I'm i know i heard about you. that too they're gonna Who's be on have- marriage boot camp watch somebody owe me 20 dollars if it happens <laughs> <laughs> some uh sad celebrity news a young rapper by the name of young dolph was shot and killed uh sure. yesterday in memphis i think he was like in his early 30s he's a father yeah, yeah. two young yeah. children uh, yeah real 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 sad i'm not sure what uh um i forget what's the memphis rapper that uh, police were surround they they were outside of his restaurant young something young somebody i don't know hey, young go ahead miss valerie I, I, uh, well i don't know too i just i just know they I think they said yogati's uh restaurant they had shut it down because they were worried about retaliation i know there was some like past beef but i think young doll and, and uh, with young Gotti as well so i mean just unfortunate you know what i mean i think these young brothers have a long life Ahead so of them, much you know money I mean? and you could be yeah. doing things so much so differently like it's a waste it's a so waste differently. Life, you know what I mean yeah you the know what that- I'm sorry Miss Ruthie you're an educator so how do you feel as an educator to see that these are what your students these stories are what your students are following they're holding on to these news stories more than they hold on to what's happening of course they probably won't in politics or even with the information that Ms. Valerie is going to bring today they hold truth to these stories so how do you as an educator address that 
And I see that every day. As a matter of fact, this morning in the cafeteria, we had one young man. He's a really smart young man. But he's sitting in there rapping and he got autographs and he knows everything because he was talking about today's Children Grief Awareness Day. And he was talking about the shirt reminded of a song. But he knew that song and he knew every word, but he doesn't know his work like that. Yeah. If you can know your work front, forward and backwards, you could wow. be like a genius. You yeah. know, and, and, and they are smart, but like you said, they, they take the, their, um, the knowledge and they put it in the wrong mm-hmm. things and, and, it, and it, it reflects on what we see, I mean, every day with shootings. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, a shooting in a young man in Penn Hill, I mean, in East yeah. Hills and yeah. crossfire, you know, that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. It's wow. very the thing that hurts me the most is these guys, for example, um, young Dolph went back to his neighborhood to get cookies that he really loved mm-hmm. for um, the, the, the business and got killed mm-hmm. right now. It really is sad that you can't go back to your own neighborhood yep. to give Mm-mm. without. You can't be successful you in cannot. your neighborhood. Right. So success, is, success yeah, no. is frowned upon. You can't even mm-hmm. growing up and it's not even success, but because my father was who he was in the Pittsburgh community, I was teased because yeah. my dad was a DJ on the radio. There's somewhat of success. That's a success story. And I live in the projects. You can't, you think you're better than us. No one said that. Yeah. But right. if it's, right. but if you exemplify any type of success, anything that is a positivity, a positive future, you got a long life ahead of you, the haters are going to hate. And that brings it because they're not happy with how they're living mm-hmm. their life. And so mm-hmm. in order to, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm assuming to overcome whatever lack they have, they kind of overpower what, you know what I'm saying? They, they give yeah. that energy to hate and then people gravitate towards that. Absolutely. So I don't think yeah. that it has anything to do with oh, yeah. him. I, I just think that he represents success. And right. somebody yeah. didn't want him to have that. And so, you know, that's anything. Jealous. Yeah. yeah, jealousy. So much jealousy because my 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 little cousin, and he calls me his auntie because you know he's much younger than me, but mm-hmm. he is a rapper from Pittsburgh and he signed with Birdman and he's in LA. And mm-hmm. I don't ever want him to come back home because I fear yeah. that if he comes back home and somebody knows because yep. of that success, yeah, and because he signed with Birdman, he's doing yep. very well that somebody would kill him because just right. because they, he has what they don't have, not that he wouldn't, if he, if they ask, but they just don't, that's success thing. And it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the, with Jimmy Wapo, you know, got killed. Right. Yeah. You know, same thing. Yeah. So I, I agree with you saying, not him wanting to come back home because it's scary and everyone's mm-hmm. watching, yeah. you know what I mean? Everybody. You, everybody's watching. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's Hey, <laughs> go ahead, Valerie. No, I was going to say it's sad for a community too, because a lot of, you know, we tell people be successful, thrive, help your community, get out, you know what I mean? Whatever you can. And it's just like, you know, when people do, when people are successful, you have these people who just do not like you for whatever reason and right. just kind of yeah. pull you down. Right. And, you know, you're like, we, you know, somebody got up out of the hood or somebody just doing well, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, people just don't want you to succeed. It just rolls mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like when I heard he died yesterday, like I took a gas because I actually like Young Duff. Like I don't listen yeah. to all his music. Yeah, I, did too. I know some stuff, but yeah. I was just like, oh. <gasps> like why? You know, it just rolls sad. Yeah, it's real unfortunate. You know what else is sad and unfortunate? Um, the whole tragedy behind Astro World. Um, yes. And yes. and just all the lawsuits. Here's the thing, though, for me, this man has had Astro World for years, mm-hmm. and I want to say this is the first tragedy. Um, that's happened. Valerie, I didn't know you were into 
uh, pop culture. So <laughs> you might, you might know, um, you know, I, they, it's always been overcrowded. They've always had the pushing at the concerts. They, he's always had his, his amusement mm-hmm. parks, but you know, there's always a day and a time. Yep. You know, things like it, it's just, you just gotta be careful. You can't get caught slipping. Um, yeah. But it is, it is a tragedy. So, you know, did you expect any of you expect these lawsuits to come? Not yes. against him. For me, I think the venue, I mean, the people, the venue should be responsible. And then people right. were saying, well, why did they have little kids there? Well, I love Shaka Khan, right? And I still love Shaka Khan. And my first concert, my mom took me to see Shaka Khan at 10 years old. You know, right, so, yeah. I mean, if, you know, if you hear this music and your kid likes that music, I mean, yep. I don't see a problem with the parent taking their child there. So, you know, yeah. that's a different, that's a different time. You're talking about Shaka Khan, child. We, this is different. You talking about Shaka Khan back in the back in the eighties, ma'am. This is this ain't this yeah. ain't Shaka Khan. Little kids no. playing with their little trucks on, on the ground while you singing. You know, go ahead. Anybody else? Did anybody else expect this? Go ahead. So Shaka. different than before because. Yeah said this was and he obviously had Astro World. What happened differently this time to where there was a total of 10 deaths and all about, oh, um, why did you bring, you know, kids to a concert? I went to a concert when I was young with my mom too. And it's mm-hmm. suitable for kids. It's not like they were sneaking him in, you know what I mean? Right, with right, right, right. And um, you know, people can went to enjoy themselves and like the the thing that hurt me when the little boy was in a coma mm-hmm. and then he, I and I, that really hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, all together, that one really, really hurt. And yeah. one of the parents of one of the young girls who got killed, she was on the news just in tears, saying she just was full of life and just wanted to have fun. It's mm-hmm. was like, even go nowhere, enjoy yourself without something yeah. bad. That's true. You know? Sad. That's it's, true. To a concert. So, yeah, see where the lawsuits are coming from. People are saying it's his fault because people were trying to warn it's him. It's his name. Yes, yep. it seemed just to stop because someone mm-hmm. had kept going, and you know. But there was a video of him saying something like, "Oh, get him up, and you know, get get the team out here, or whatever." It's a bunch of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I don't responsible. I think maybe his team could have worked something better, and like you said, the venue, um, they could have mm-hmm. you know something too. But it, it's just sad. It's a sad tragedy altogether. Uh. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into um, our first guest. Uh, first off, we want to say hey to the chatter chick. Hey chatter chick. Hey girl. Hey. <laughs> He's so pretty. Yes, hey. I see you glowing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, baby here. Hey, baby here. <laughs> All right. So you know uh, the Hey Girl Hey podcast is brought to you by the Allegheny County Health Department. Now, the Allegheny County Health Department's public health clinic is offering free and confidential walk-in HIV STD screenings at their Hill District location, which is located at 1908 Wiley Avenue. They're open every day. Yep. Okay, except for the weekend. Did you okay. say 1908? Every day. 1908 19, Wiley. You know what? Hey, Kitty, she say 1908. We're not doing this. See, you Sorry, know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? You know what? 
Uh, yeah, you know I love you. I know I love you back. Nineteen oh eight Wiley Avenue in the legendary Hill District. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from eight a.m. to three thirty p.m. And on Wednesdays from noon to seven thirty, we will have the email address. Not the email address, but the website. Uh, Allegheny County, you uh, Allegheny County us slash hiv. That is uh, the website. So we're not going to tell you need to go and get tested. And Miss Valerie Starworth is here from the Allegheny County Health Department. And if you on a date watching, date night might change. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Valerie going to break up some relationships today. No, I'm just yeah, playing. No. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I know she not. Miss Valerie, you know what? You have the floor. We want to talk about the increase of STDs in Allegheny County, how it's in, uh, uh, who's impacted by these infections. And, and did you know that STDs and STIs, two different things, but one, they're both related, but she schooled me on this because we did a sit down with uh, mm-hmm. What's Good in Your Hood on KDKA Radio. And so go ahead, Miss Valerie, you got the floor. Just, yeah, I got my so- juice box. Go. <laughs> So, like I said, I appreciate you having me in this platform. Um, like I said, again, you know, um, since I think the news has been inundated with COVID, people don't tend to think about HIV STDs, right? Like I said, again, we, we've been all socially distanced. We've been doing masking up. So, you know, we're just thinking about COVID. That's the only infectious disease. But, you know, we also have to worry about, you know, HIV and other STDs. Um, I think a couple months ago, the state put out a health alert letting us know that gonorrhea and syphilis are the highest in 30 years in Pennsylvania. Wow. And a lot of people don't know that. They just don't think. And when you talk about syphilis, people just think, like, what is syphilis? Because syphilis is like some old-time disease, and, and it's right. not. Yeah, it really isn't. But the problem is that, you know, when we talk about syphilis and gonorrhea, like I said, syphilis has increased 97% in the community in Allegheny County. I'm sorry. Symptomatic syphilis. 97%. Wow. And, ninety. And people, so 3% away from 100. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Jeez. And again, you know, syphilis is known as a great imitator, right? So, you know, syphilis can show up as a shanker on the body, usually on, you know, your genitalia or your mouth, and it's a painless sore, and then it goes away. And then some people get, you know, a generalized body rash, and then it goes away. So people tend not think, people tend not to think of syphilis. So we tell people, you know, if you're engaging in sexual activity, you know, get tested. Like you said, Kiki, I've been telling people on your first date, you might say, hey, what's your status? I don't know yours. I don't know mine. Let's go get checked out. That might be a first date because it's, it's really serious out here. And like I right. said, gonorrhea has increased about 18% as well. So, you know, um, there's always communities that are impacted more. You know, there's always a health disparity with people of color being impacted more by these STDs. But I tell people they don't discriminate. It doesn't matter who you look like. I mean, it doesn't matter what you look like, who you go with. You can be impacted or infected as well. It just does not matter. And I think, you know, people still have these myths about HIV and STDs, right? They think, you know, a person has to look a certain way or carry carry themselves a certain way. And I can tell tell people every day, all day, I have seen people from all walks of life with an STD, right? It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're the CEO of a bank or if you live in your mother's house or whatever your situation is, it just doesn't matter. And I just tend to people, people tend to think that's not me. That's not me. When we, I, when we see, like I said, everybody who comes to the clinic, everybody. Mm. So you know, my main message for people really is to get tested. You know, I mean, I think, you know, I tell people only way, you know, you could be in a relationship for years and years and months and months, but you, you take care of you. Right. And I tell people, when you look in the mirror, you see yourself, you don't see your partner. Right. It doesn't matter. So I don't care if you've been in a relationship for 20 years, cause I've seen it. 20, 10 minutes or three months, go get tested. It doesn't hurt to go t- get tested at least once a year. 
You know what I mean? Just to make sure you're okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Especially was, if you're sexually active. Valerie, yeah. I remember in school um, having, you know, we, we had to sit down and watch those videos. Now I could be showing my age. I'm not 50, I'm 48. <laughs> but I remember those, those the, the, the movies in school we had to, you know, remember they brought in the, the TV on the, on the cart. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm telling my age. Jerry, you don't know what I'm talking about. But anyway, with the VC Aura that had the beta, mm-hmm. the big old block, right. Um, I remember that. And so it was something that was taught. I don't know if Miss Ruth, Miss Ruth, you could talk about this or Valerie, you know, are we not teaching this in school? Are we not teaching sex education anymore? Well, I know like in the state of Pennsylvania, I think HIV education has to be like taught in schools. But again, the quality of it and consistency is different, right? Amongst mm-hmm. every school. Like mm-hmm. there's no standard curriculum in schools. Right. And two, you know, I mean, and, and be truthful, you know, a lot of teachers are over, already overwhelmed. Yeah. So it's like, who teaches this content? Who learns it? You know, um, teachers are right now dealing with COVID, you know, yeah. let alone yeah. other things. So that's another thing they put on their plate. So, you know, some schools are probably doing some of it, not to the extent when it needs to happen. And then two, I think in schools, we just don't need to teach HIV and STD education. We need to teach comprehensive sexual health education, right? It's about HIV and STDs, reproductive health, everything. Yeah. What makes your se- What makes you healthy sexually, period? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, you know, you have a lot of people who, you know, their parents don't talk about ha- on their menstrual cycle. Like, there's a lot of things we think people have these commun- these conversations with their kids, and they do not. And mm. they're not happening to school as we would like them. So, I mean, as, I mean, even though we, we're not the end-all, be-all at our clinic, but we can at least do the piece of making sure, you know, se- you know, uh, looking at sexual health, that you're healthy as possible. So, we just tell people, you know, get tested. And a lot of people don't know even if, even if people who are HIV positive. You know, if you get on, if you're positive with HIV and you get on medication, and you, and you have an undetectable viral load, meaning the levels of virus in your blood are low, you can't even pass the virus if you're HIV positive. You know what I mean? So like people don't know these things. But again, you know, we want to tell people, you know, um, if you're HIV positive, you get on medication and you can live a, a healthy life like anybody else. Live 20, 30 years. You know what I mean? So again, I think it just starts with people just understanding the importance of getting tested, knowing that HIV and STD does not discriminate. It does not matter who you are, what your, what your bank account looks like. It does not matter. We, go, we can all get HIV or STDs. It doesn't matter. You, you right. mentioned um, medication. So I know I've seen on TV the PrEP. They're talking yeah. about PrEP. You know, they'd be doing a little, and one of the yeah. ladies on there was from Pose. And I was like, okay, that's girl from Pose. Okay. So tell us about what PrEP is. Because, you know, we get focused on the commercial, but what's yeah. the message? So PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. And what that is, uh, it's, it is actually an HIV medication. But it has, through research, it has been, through research has been found that people who are HIV negative can take the medication as well and reduce their chances of HIV. So this is a medication anybody HIV negative can take daily to reduce their um, risk of an HIV. So people usually say, well, how do I know if I'm, you know, if I'm a good candidate for PrEP? And I tell people, usually that's a conversation between you and your doctor. But again, if you're an individual who has multiple partners and you don't use condoms, um, if, you have a, if you have multiple STDs in the past, mm-hmm. um, or I tell people, you know, if you just feel like you're going to be doing some activities that may be high risk, you know, I think you need to talk to your doctor about, about getting on PrEP. And like I said, again, that's the pill you take daily to reduce your chances of HIV. Now, PrEP doesn't prevent chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis, that's what condoms are for. You know what I mean? But um, at least PrEP, we can, you know, you stop the HIV piece of it, though. Mm. Uh, Jerry, Sean, do I have any? Do you think there is uh, a stigma, and this is me coming from a millennial, yeah. uh, 
young people uh, don't really like to get tested. Like, why is that? Do you feel like it's a thing where they feel embarrassed or they're not taught about it or they feel like, oh, well, I'm good. I use a condom every time or or I do the, you know, other method or whatever like that. I don't yeah. gotta. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel that younger people around my age or younger than that? Well, I think a lot of people, like I said, again, um, A, I think a lot of it's confidentiality. Some people don't want to come to a clinic. I mean, right. coming to a clinic can be a scary thing. We start seeing people at the age of 13 years old, and you don't need a parent to come to a clinic at all, right? But that's scary for a six-year-old to come to a clinic, right? So I think medical care in itself is hard to navigate for people, right? Um, another thing is that I think people just don't think about it. They don't. I mean, a lot of STDs are, there, there's no symptoms. So you can walk around, you can walk around with chlamydia and gonorrhea for years and not know it. You know, you can have you can have HIV for decades and don't know it. Wow. So again, you know, people don't think about these things. They don't. Um, and some people tend to think too um, that do come get tested. They're just like, oh well, you know, like chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis. They're treatable. So you know, if I get them, it's no big deal. But I tell people, you don't want to continue to get these STDs either. You know, for example, gonorrhea. We're on the last leg of medication for gonorrhea, the last antibiotic. So mm. once that so once that antibiotic is gone, you just want to have just gonna have gonorrhea. So, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people just, A, think, like I said, again, people don't get tested because of confidentiality, the worry, it's fear, sometimes even knowing is scary to know, right? Um, okay. And people just don't think they're not that category to get, they, they just don't think it's yeah. them. It's like mm-hmm. the other person, because she or he doesn't look clean or whatever clean means. I mean, you out there raw dogging it. You and, yeah, know. right. <laughs> But people don't, don't think know. that people, people just we have don't bisexuality now and so you know we got people who you know they're having sex with him and they're having sex with her and they're yeah. having sex with them and and they're not being you know you don't know who everybody you're having sex with you're having ev- the person you're having sex with you're also having sex with everybody they had sex with that's mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and I think- can People just don't, people just don't think, I, I just think, again, like I said, we talk about STDs, people just, and I think it's not talked about enough either. I think that's the problem too. Like mm. when I tell people syphilis is through the roof, people are like syphilis, what is, what, when did that happen? Wow. You know what I mean? But I'm like, they're here. Like STDs never went anywhere. They've right. been here. I think it's just not discussed enough about right. sexual. And then, like you said, um, a lot of people too might, like you said, may, might feel embarrassed or shameful. And I tell people, you know, STDs are part of sex. Um, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't people feel embarrassed. I just want people to know, like, you know, if you do have an STD, especially one of like chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, it's treatable. Mm-hmm. And you right. can go live your life fine. And even if you have HIV, you can get treatment and be fine as well. You know what I mean? But I just think people just don't think about, people just don't think to get tested. They really don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. So go, get, please go get tested. We gave you the information. Uh, <laughs> you hear the commercials on Urban Media Today Radio. You hear the commercials on Whammo. You, you see it in the paper, you, you see it on social media, look, you need to go out and get tested. It is a test you don't have to study for. <laughs> it is a test that's not, it doesn't, I don't know if it hurts. It might, mm-hmm. maybe, I'm not sure. What's a blood test? So syphilis, so oh, okay. syphilis or blood and chlamydia gonorrhea or um, urine. So no, you have like a little prick, just like you going to the doctor, getting taking blood. Listen, how about so- that versus we're having to deal with something. Absolutely. 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 I'm so sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. No, uh, no, I was just saying it was nothing to get tested. Go ahead and go. <laughs> do, yeah. do these, do these, do the symptoms, I, I see that the symptoms have changed because back in the day, you had, somebody was burning. Remember? 
be like, oh, three days after three right, days, right. they were burning. And it seems like this thing has kind of got a little lax with the symptoms now that you're walking around with it and don't know. Is that true to yeah. assume or? Well, no, no. Well, so do you still have like, like women still have discharge, men still have discharge. There's still burning going on in urethra. So it still happens. I mean, for men for gonorrhea, men are more likely to have symptoms than women. Mm. Um, chlamydia is known as a silent disease. So a lot of women don't even know they have chlamydia. And a lot of times too, if you have discharge, someone might just say that's discharge or urine tech, or yeast. Yeah. And so they might go get some monostat. So they're not right. even thinking about chlamydia. You know what I mean? So a lot of these disease, a lot of these infections, um, that's the difference between STDs and SES. STDs, they change because a lot of these um, chlamydia, gonorrhea, even HIV, these are infections. They don't always turn into diseases. So that's why mm-hmm. the popular term is STIs. But um, again, a lot of people just, they mistake these this discharge for something else and maybe just ignore it. Mm. You know what I mean? And again, that's why, again, that's why it's important for you to go to see your doctor. And until a lot of times so you, people go to their doctors and your doctors don't even test you for it. They don't even ask you if you're sexually active a lot of the time either. Mm. So again, we need people to be vocal. When you go to your doctor and you're sexually active, ask to be tested period. Cause they might not, they, they might not engage in our conversation. And that's mm-hmm. what we tell people. You have to kind of take control of your own health. Make sure you ask. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, yeah, when, I know when, um, excuse me, I, I, I didn't speak cause I didn't, I haven't had a voice in a couple of weeks. So I know whenever I was younger, when we were in high school, there used to be TV shows and, you know, when AIDS came out, everything showed AIDS. You know, like, T, you know, you were just afraid of everything because you thought everybody had AIDS. Mm-hmm. And then it then AIDS became a joke because they had like little skits and comedy shows that shows that, you know, people were laughing that they only had they would go, oh, thank God I only got gonorrhea, you know, because they mm-hmm. didn't have AIDS because AIDS was so big. Yeah. And now it's like, like you said, no one talks about it. No, they don't even talk about it. And all you see, but they would show on television back in the day, like people getting sexually active diseases and, and infections. Now they don't even show, they just show people jumping in bed, like jumping in bed is what you're supposed to do. And there's no consequences for jumping in bed. You know, it's no, from bed hopping, it's no consequences from, you know, switching partners. It's like the new thing to do. Mm-hmm. And so the television media hasn't taken the responsibility of showing the mm-hmm. real sides and the consequences oh, yeah. of doing this reckless behavior. Mm. You yeah, said that. Like- it makes me think mm-hmm. of The Bachelor. Oh, oh yes. The Bachelor. <laughs> and a Bachelorette. Yeah. I mean, it's just and like, a Bachelorette. Yeah, but you're right. That's the norm. You're right. That's the norm, though. The norm is like, you know, hey, sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. And then I can tell people, I don't, I, I don't judge people. If you, if you, if you have multiple partners, do what you do, but be careful. But Just like you said, they don't up. show, but they don't show the consequences. Like, you know, if you're having multiple partners, make sure you're, you know, your sexual health, make sure you're healthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Make sure, you know, you're using protection because you care about your partner. They care about you. Right. Mm-hmm. And yet you don't want to pass anything to your partner. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think again, you're right. The media has a, a good way of just everything that's negative. Mm-hmm. And people just kind of thriving towards that. And people, no one thinks about consequences at all until it's too late. Right. Because I used to, at the end of shows, they would have stuff that would say, you know, at the, when the show ended, it says, if you're, what they do now is, if you're attempting suicide, call this number. If you're alcoholic, a gambler, call this number. Yeah. If you're a gambler, call right. this number. Mm-hmm. They don't do that about, at the end of Bachelor. They don't do that. They should. They that, that's, that's a good idea. <laughs> They might lose yeah. ratings because people don't want to be told what to do. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And then, you know, when you, when you watch, yeah. And when you're watching a bachelor, people are watching, they don't want to hear about no HIV and STDs. They want to see them <laughs> doing their thing on TV. They don't, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> they don't want to see, they don't want to hear anything about that. You know, we are so backwards. What happened? <laughs> on, doing what they got to do. That reminds me of, remember, uh, like Flavor of Love and For the Love of Ray J. Oh. And I love and they would be, oh, you want a nightcap? And this, I'm like, oh, I mean, kissing <laughs> in the kissing flavor in the of love. Oh my god, I would be <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I'm not judging, but I'm just saying. I'm judging. Yeah, he's judging. <laughs> and when he had those those grills in, he could got something. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. We're gonna take a quick break. Valerie, thank you so much. Valerie Stallworth from the Allegheny County Health Department. We're definitely going to have a link um, here to get information. But I mean, listen, if you love life, if you want to live a long life without any, you know, as far as your health is concerned, because this thing, not only this, this will, you'll get, you'll become sterile. You can, my dad always said, you're going to go blind. Like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true or not, but listen, it's just, it's just not, you know. Just, just go ahead and, and get tested. Just get it out the way. Go on your lunch break. Go ahead to the Allegheny County Health Department and just, you know, I, is this still in Oakland? No, it's not Oakland. It's nope. in the Hill. In the Hill District. We moved. Yeah, right, right behind the Hill House. See, I remember, we, we, I think, was a giant eagle across the street from the uh, the health department in Oakland? Shop and Save. You, used to be a Shop and Save. Shop and Save. And you been looking, at, you looking at that door, see who walking in that door? <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> right. A Saint Ray Ray, go up in the health department. <laughs> no, no. Thank you so much, Miss Valerie. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. You can stick around. I would love for you to stick around um, for the second half. We're going to talk to okay. Ricky Walker, and uh, and it, it it just we may have to get some tissues out. We're going to try not to cry today, Miss Ruthie. We're going to try. She's gonna try. Okay. So we're gonna take a quick break. This is one of Sean. Okay, maybe Jerry counts to five. And we're gonna take a break. A quick break. And I told you she's just wrong to do. Uh take a quick break. We'll be right back. Ruthie Walker joins us in the second half. It's the Hagerade podcast on Urban Media Today. Hold tight. Did you know untreated chlamydia and gonorrhea can make it so that you or your partner might not be able to become pregnant? Get tested today. Visit Allegheny County Health Department's public health clinic for free and confidential walk-in HIV STD screenings at the Hill District location, 1908 Wiley Avenue. Call 412-578-8081 for more information. Hey, girl. Hey. If you are listening, you're probably listening on Saturday. Uh, We're we're live Thursday nights. We are live on Facebook. And if you're listening on Saturday, you probably wonder why why we're laughing. So when we do our live, we count down because it's live so that we could put our, you know, commercials and stuff and be and sound like a real show. Um, and so, you know, if you are l- l- trying to figure out why we're laughing, LaShawn took a phone call uh, before she had to do the, the break. So that's what she did. Yeah. You know, like last show before we got started, she went and went to the bathroom. No, she went to go get some water, I think. So, yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. she does. Yeah. Oh, don't tell. They ain't going to know from the other videos. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm work. So she can't talk. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Dang. 
I don't know what this show gonna be like when she can't talk. This don't make no sense. This ain't right. We can't do it. She got the talk. She's the chatter chick. I'm working a little bit. Okay. All right. So, okay. So we had to get a little laugh out. Uh, right now it's time to get serious. Uh, I have a, a good friend of mine. Um, she's embraced me. When I came back uh, from Baltimore, I was wondering, who is this lady? She always says hi to me, and she sees me out and about. We take pictures, and then we started talking about, what was that artist you liked? And I was like, what is wrong with you? Aww. Khal- What's his name? Khalid. 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 Okay. I he love him still. Him. Don't you all like him? Thank okay. you. Okay. See, I'm not the only one in Pittsburgh. There's three okay. of us. There's so three, three y'all. He's three the one sending your attention. You can actually hear that song on Urban Boy, Media Today Radio. That's my jam. See, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You know what? See, I knew I had some other friends. You got a fan club now? <laughs> oh, Lord. Kiki, okay. get your life. Get your uh, life. Ma'am, put back on mute. You still a little rusty. Oh, <laughs> stop it. I love you, Chatter Chicks. You know I love her. All right, so we have Ruthie Walker here, and she is the founder of Baby, the Baby Ray Fund. Um, most of you don't know what that is um, because this is related to a personal, um, a personal story uh, for Ruthie Walker. And I'm not going to tell the story because it's not my story to tell. So, Ruthie Walker, you have the floor. Go ahead and, and tell us about the Baby Ray Fund and, and uh, how you founded it and just share that story with us. So it's really, um, it's called A Ray of Hope. A ray of hope. And okay. A ray of hope. And, and the foundation, um, we're working on the 5013C. So we just had an, an event on October 30th this year, and it was the inaugural kickoff. Um, last October 3rd, my grandson was born still. He was born sleeping. And so my daughter-in-law had already been through five miscarriages prior to that. Mm. And so we were right at six months in utero. And it was September 27th when I had the um, gender reveal and I was the keeper of the gender. So I was just really excited Um, when they gave me the envelope and said, here, mom, you know, you'll keep this a secret. I opened it up and went crazy shopping everywhere Mm -hmm. because this little boy, I just couldn't wait to have, you know, I just Mm -hmm. couldn't wait. And so it was crazy because I was out at Pittsburgh Mill shopping because they were um, the Pennies was going out of business out at Pittsburgh Mills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found this swimsuit. It was a really cute swimsuit. It had some little bit of pink and green in it, some other colors. Um, but then as I'm driving, I paid for it. And as I'm walking through the kids department, I found these little, these little swim trunks that were identical to it. And I was just so, mm-hmm. so excited. So we had the gender reveal on October the 20, October the 20, I'm sorry, on September the 27th. And then um, that night, I guess I overworked myself and my, my son and my daughter-in-law found me non-responsive at the bottom of their steps at their house. Mm-hmm. So they had to call 911, 911 came, they're getting me together, reviving me, taking me to Allegheny General Hospital. And um, then I got out of the hospital and my daughter-in-law said, don't worry about going to this um, doctor's appointment with me because it's not a baby wellness doc. It's just, you know, they're checking, she's a diabetic. And so, um, it was October the 30th and I'm sitting at home because we were working virtually and I get a call from her and she was like, mom, they can't hear my baby's heartbeat. And I instantly, as I'm talking to her, I'm getting dressed, I'm getting in the car. And in the meantime, my son had just started a new job 
So he's at work. I get down to the hospital. I call my brother in Maryland and I asked, he's the pastor. And I was like, I need you to pray for me because they can't hear this baby's heartbeat. And so I get to the hospital. Um, I see her. And before, let me back up just a little before that, um, when they had first found out that they were poor thought, well, she, she had done a pregnancy test and it came out positive. They went to the hospital and they found a gestational sac, but it was empty. And I'm thinking like, what does this mean? And they never really explained that to them. They told them to come back in a couple of weeks. So when they went back, there was a fetus, an embryo. And so, but we, but we didn't understand that. And I wasn't with them. So I made it my goal, like, okay, we got to walk through this together because a lot of times they look at black couples and think that this is a boyfriend, girlfriend and not a husband or wife. Right. And so, I mean, I mean, it's it's like, wow, you, you need an advocate now. Mm -hmm. And so um, moving forward mm-hmm. on, so on that day, on the 30th, um, my son got to the hospital, we're sitting there, we look at the ultrasound and the heartbeat that we heard was no longer, he was just laying still. And so that was just the, and we're like, we're thinking that you gotta be the machine because they were wrong before, right? Mm-hmm. They were wrong before, we were hoping that they were wrong. And so they sent us home and that was on a Wednesday. They said they were on a call her back Thursday. Call her back Thursday, cancel. Call her back Thursday night, cancel. Call her, so we're going to have you, we're going to schedule you Friday, Friday morning, cancel. So meanwhile, she has my grandson in her who's deceased. And it's just like, wow. And I mean, that's an emotional roller coaster in itself. Mm-hmm. And so finally Friday, because I'm thinking like, well, maybe they forgot to call me, even though they said they wanted me to go back with them. I'm, I'm sitting at home in pitch darkness because we left that hospital that day. I was like, I'm, a, I'm I was raised as a Christian. I'm still a Christian, but I was like, God, what is going on? Like, how could this happen? We were right at the finish line. And so um, we went um, back to the hospital on, on that Friday. And there was a lady that met us there and she was a bereavement doula. And I didn't know what a bereavement doula was. I mean, what is a bereavement? I mean, I knew a bereavement meant and I knew a doula meant. And so this lady helped us. She was from the Pittsburgh bereavement doulas and she helped walk us through the process of what to expect because we never had been through this and we didn't know what to expect. You know, I'm thinking like I've seen pictures of, you know, babies that fit in the palm of your hand. And I had no idea what was going to happen. And I mean, I'm trying to be strong for them. And so I'm holding all emotions inside, just trying to be that mom, you know. And so then, I mean, the hospital even asked us what we're going to do with them when the baby comes out. I'm thinking, like, they're like, are you going to take them home? And I'm thinking, like, take them home. Like, that, I mean, like, it was just crazy. So mm-hmm. um, in the meantime, I had called my friend who owns a funeral home. And he was saying, Ruthie, um, I can come. Because they were like, well, you will just put him down with the rest of the babies. We just cremate them. I'm like, he ain't going with the rest of the babies. My baby ain't going with the rest of the babies. And so that's when I called him and he was saying, Ruthie, whenever you all leave the hospital, I can come and pick him up and he can be cremated. And so um, I made those arrangements. And there was another lady who lives in um, some outside of Pennsylvania who helps families um, with services for stillbirth losses. And so one of the things that the Pittsburgh bereavement doula, which she did with us to help us was to give us in perspective on what to expect. And so she was like, granted, this is someone who you felt kick, who you heard his heartbeat, 
and who even respond to my son was calling him Ray and he, he would just go crazy kicking. Okay. And so, and my son's name is Ray. And so to give us a perspective, you're going to get a chance to try to finally meet him, but granted it won't be in the form that you're expecting, but you'll at least get a chance to see who he was. And so it was difficult because she had to be induced. induced. She had to go through labor. Mm-hmm. She had to go through all of that. When they said she had to go through labor, I'm thinking like, Jesus, like, really? You know, and it was just like, wow. So, you know, we're at the hospital. We're just waiting things out. And um, Saturday morning, um, her water broke. And I heard it because I'm by the bed and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm not going to say nothing. And she's like, I think my water broke. She pushed the button. The nurse's station responded, but they left the, they left the little walkie talkie thing on and I can hear them talking, you know, and they're like, there ain't no rush. And I went out to the nurse's station and I was like, um, my daughter-in-law's water broke. They're like, oh yeah, we're coming. I said, and you left the speaker on. You know, and at that time I didn't like, you know, deal with any, cause it was just like, it wasn't mm-hmm. the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that they came in and eventually the doctors come in and the bereavement doula was there. And I honestly don't remember. And I asked my son and daughter, I do not remember the doctor ever touching my grandson. The bereavement doula did everything. It was like, you know, granted, we knew that he wasn't born a lot, but we were like, would they even look to say, well, maybe this could have been this or whatever. Never that case. Um, baby Ray was 12 inches long, two and a half pounds. He was a baby, five fingers on each hand, five toes on each foot, a head full of hair. He looked just like my son did when he was a baby, straight black hair, um, everything, but a heartbeat. And so, um, I decided to just try to um, do what I possibly could for them. Um, her sugar was still down in the hospital. So we were still at the hospital with um, them and they got it. We got a chance to hold him. And it that was so hard. That was so hard. I mean, it was just like, wow, I cannot believe this is happening. And so um, I just was just praying and praying and praying. How could we do this? And I had asked my son and daughter-in-law that they want to do a service or anything. And they didn't at the time. But then I guess they thought about it. And so I did the memorial service. Anything I could do to be a buffer, to take the pain mm-hmm. away from them. I planned, it was my first time in my life planning a memorial service from start to finish, even down to the programs. Mm-hmm. Because it had to be perfect. Because as a Christian, and we, you know, as a Christian woman who believes that Jesus came to die for our sins, because we're born in a sin, my grandson was perfect because he wasn't born in a sin. Mm. you know so I look at that and that gives me inspiration but it was just so hard during that time because it was like wow you know and people always say to them well you're young you could try again but they don't realize the five times prior and then this mm-hmm. time that's a hard thing you know mm-hmm. and I understand people don't know what to say but maybe sometimes silence is better you know mm-hmm. because just like saying we're here for you so we went through that whole process and you know, just trying to be supportive for each other. Um, my son put his energy into um, founding a semi-pro football league, and he put made that in memory of, of baby Ray. And my daughter-in-law is a, an excellent makeup artist 
who before her time, I used to say, why does she do her eyebrows? Like, why does she, I mean, this girl, this was seven years ago before it got all popular. And, mm-hmm. and I had to apologize to her this year, like saying, you know what? I apologize. Cause I was thinking like, <laughs> why are we doing this clown thing? You know? And so like, and now people pay so much mm-hmm. money. And so now she has that business called an angel's touch touch. And so the Holy spirit put on my heart. Cause I'm thinking like, how can I give back and how can I help? with this racial disparity, because as I start looking more and more into it, I'm finding out that Pittsburgh is number two in stillbirths in the United States of America. At first it was Cleveland. And then, you know, they worked, they did some things on there and they worked on it. And now it's Atlanta, but Pittsburgh, if you look at the black population in Pittsburgh and we look at those other cities, they have a larger black population than we do. And so to have the largest Mm -hmm. um, stillbirths among women of color is disturbing to me because even with the, the, the bereavement doula, who was a white woman who said to me, Ruthie, I see the big difference in the way these doctors treat the white females versus the black females. And this is coming from a white woman. And so um, I decided to raise money for the Pittsburgh bereavement doulas because they help mm. us get this through. And so the mm. baby Ray fund, so what they have is the baby Ray fund and any donations go to help African-American families to get mental health services and resources, because it is so important. You can't get through this by yourself. You can't it because it's a loss. It's a loss. And the other thing that I did with um, um, Councilman Bobby Wilson is I spoke on city council um, to help pass the bereavement bill because whenever my daughter-in-law lost her job, she lost her baby and she lost her job because she wasn't at work because they look at it and they say that the baby was never born or birthed, but a fetus at six weeks is considered a life. But a baby that was six months in utero is considered nothing. Mm -hmm. And so she couldn't get any time off and they let her go. I mean, and that was crazy. So for the city of Pittsburgh, they're setting the example by at least starting off with three days and hopefully that other businesses will, that would trickle down to, but it was just, you know, it it was, was put on my heart. So this past um, October 30th, I had, and I don't know if you guys can see this, it was called uh, evening of remembrance. Mm-hmm. And um, and these little letters is, is a ray of hope. And so what I did was I wanted to take something that was hurtful and turn it into something positive. And so I'm bringing the to the forefront about these women and the stillbirths. I also exposed something positive by having black artists from the city of Pittsburgh. I had mm-hmm. um, an art display in that art gallery. It was over at the Stow Rocks Library, and so. I invited several artists to come and display their work. We also had an artist come and do some spoken word. There was an artist that sang and it was contemporary dance. And so we also had food. And so um, the Highmark Caring Foundation was one of the people that helped sponsor. And they had a table set up where you could come in and you could get a butterfly because the blue butterfly is a sign of hope. Mm. And so 
We had them set up a table, the Pittsburgh bereavement doula set up a table. And at the end of the night, and I was not, I'm telling you, I had no idea because I did all of this on my own from mm -hmm. coming up with a program and putting a program together, getting ads. Like I was out there hustling because this was all for baby Ray. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was able that night to raise $2,500, which I thought was only gonna be about 500. Mm -hmm. So I got another check yesterday and um, I'm up to $3,000 right now. And so this is not the first time this event's going to take place. So save the date for October the 29th of 2022. And um, we'll, well, the date, the time will be, um, the, the place will to be announced. But I, I want everybody to be on board. because This is so, so important. It's so important. And we have to find, you know, and I'm working with, so one of the guest speakers was, um, Dr. Margaret Pettigrew, who's an absolutely phenomenal doctor. And she did, um, um, she showed a, a movie clip. And if you guys aren't my friend on Facebook, if you send me a Facebook request, the program, um, we had it on Facebook and you're able mm -hmm. to see, um, she showed this uh, short film called Toxic about a, a, a husband and wife that went through something similar um, as Ray and Tasha went through. And um, I'm, I, it's my fight, I'm a fighter. I'm not, I look, this, these numbers are going to come down and mm -hmm. the, they have to answer this. They, they're going to have to be accountable because, you know, I, I look at Pittsburgh, I've been here all my life and I look at their, they're probably just say, well, that's just another one we ain't got to worry about, you know, but that won't happen again on my watch. Mm, Ruthie, thank you so much for sharing your story. Uh, the only question I have is, you know, how can someone make a donation, um, mm -hmm. provide sponsorship or get more information. So um, the G, um, I have a Gmail address. It's a ray of hope um, at, um, I'm sorry, a ray of hope 10, three, because his birth date was October the 3rd at gmail.com. Um, if someone wants to do um, cash app, it's raw dollar sign raw 64. And all the money, every single dime, like for this benefit, it's not for it, it's the go to the baby Ray fund, every single dime, every single penny, because it's all about trying to help our people. And that's all I'm about is helping our people. And so I have the, the day after the day after the event, I end up breaking my finger. I broke my pinky thumb, a pinky finger. Um, <laughs> watch it watch it but I broke my pinky finger I went to go help clean up and, and I snapped and broke my pinky finger but I started we're working on this 5013c because we're going to have a 5013c so that I can be able to even provide more money but I was just really blown away by three thousand dollars on my own and mm -hmm. I just started in April you know so I, I appreciate being here and I appreciate you helping me try to get this word out because it's so important Thank so you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. And I, I shared the email. Um, we got five minutes. Go ahead, Jerry. Now, I actually know who you're talking about. Uh, your daughter-in-law. Um, I had, we're friends on Facebook. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's, I don't, I could only imagine, you know what I mean? And she would post stuff a lot. And I just, I felt for her. Like, I really, really did. Mm -hmm. Like, I, you know, how she's strong, you know, she's very, very strong yeah, she, from what Mm -hmm. And she also, during the pregnancy, she had something called HD, which is hyperemesis. And so it's like 
morning sickness to the 200th power. Mm. You can't even imagine this because I was yeah. just thinking like, she was like, I'm getting sick in the morning. I'm just like, well, eat some saltines and jello. But until I was actually at the hospital and watch her eat jello and three seconds later was coming up. I mean, she went through hell on earth. She had mm. to have a feeding tube. She had everything. But the baby was at the week, just the week before, he was mm-hmm. at the 96th percentile. Mm. And so, I mean, the hospital, there was a lot. And, and whenever she called them and said, you know, I'm not feeling him moving around as much. Mm-hmm. And instead of them, because she was in a high risk program saying, hey, you need to get here. They're like, oh, that's normal. Mm-hmm. That's what they yeah, do. They, they write all stop. of us as black yeah. women. We don't have pain. We can do that. We can, you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you know, know, you guys pick cotton and deliver babies. Right. Wow. Wow. Guys, we are ladies. I didn't mean to say guys, we are out of time. It's so much more that we can learn from both Valerie and Ruthie. And I thank you both um, for being here and just sharing this eye opening information. I, I named this episode, the difficult conversation because both subjects um, yeah. are difficult. They're, they're difficult. Um, you know, when you, when it comes to sexually transmitted diseases and infections, it's a difficult conversation, you know, asking somebody to go get tested. That's a difficult conversation mm-hmm. and talking about stillbirth is a difficult conversation, but indeed they are conversations to have. And so thank you so much, both of you for sharing the information. I wish we had more time, but of course, you know, hour goes by pretty fast. So um, we're going to have the links um, posted at urbanmediatoday.com. Uh, by Monday, you'll have all the links um, to uh, the, the fund, also to the bereavement doulas, and of course, the Allegheny County Health Department de- definitely have all the links. Um, you know, I, I was like, should we give them chick names? I wasn't <laughs> sure if we, we can give you chick names because it's such a serious topic. But um, I'm, at the, after we introduce ourselves, after we, you know, say who we are in closing, I'm, I'm going to reveal their chick names. So I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. I am oh. y'all, Lenny Yow Chick, Jeer Jeer. <laughs> she just said move. Oh, oh, sure. I forgot that bit. Oh my God. Hello. So sorry, <laughs> and I am LaShawn, the chatter chick. Yeah, not too chattery today, but not that's okay. <laughs> but you I'm are trying. beautiful. You're beautiful, beautiful. We have, uh, uh, I'll say Ruthie Walker is our pink and green chick. Of course, okay. she's our pink and green chick. What can I think of Valerie? Oh my goodness. I was like the prep chick. No, that don't sound right. Yeah. I call her prep chick. <laughs> Jesus, no. No, no. Lord, Lord. Don't do it to her. I don't know. I want to say the testing chick. Like she just going like, to get tested. But if you have a chick name, I don't want to pick the wrong appropriate. Every guest that we have when we end the show, we always give them a chick name. No, oh, okay. I don't want to say the ACHD chick. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, right? She gave a lot of information. The information chick, In, information. The info, chick. How about the info chick? The info chick. I'll take that. I'll take yeah. the info chick. That's the I don't think anybody has it. So there you go. <laughs> the info chick. Uh, you can catch us everywhere you find you listen to podcasts. We are everywhere. We're on social media. Um, you can email us at the hey girl hey podcast at gmail.com and you can listen every Saturday at 9 30 to the hey girl hey podcast uh 
on Urban Media Today Radio, which you can hear a lot from 65. And tune in. Thank you so much for checking out the Hey Girl Hey podcast on Urban Media Today. You're listening to Urban Media Today Radio, your station for classic soul, R&B, old school hip hop, gospel, smooth jazz, and more. Listen online at urbanmediatoday.com or download the TuneIn, Live 365, or Urban Media Today Radio apps. They're free, so take us with you. It's Urban Media Today Radio. The views and opinions expressed on the Hey Girl Hey podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.